Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I'm so excited to have my friend, Coach Danny, on the podcast today. Danny is a Christian life coach. She's an entrepreneur, a speaker, a mentor, a Christian blogger, podcast host of Coaching Out Loud. As a Christian coach, Danny helps singles to thrive in their singleness, empower people to reach their full potential, fulfill their purpose, build their legacy, and live their purpose. By paying it forward, Danielle empowers women and young girls to become entrepreneurs through her organization, The Girl is The World is a Girl's Runway Inc. Danielle Pyle is the founder of The Singles Who Pray. Singles Who Pray is designed to encourage single men and women to become whole, to develop a strong relationship with Christ, to produce good fruit in their lives, to find their purpose, to develop a stronger prayer life and reading the word. Coach Danny is currently a Uversion content partner, so make sure that you go find her. Her devotionals are incredible. I connected with Danny through social media. She is absolutely amazing, inspiring, and I admire her so much. Welcome, Danny. Hello. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that great intro, Janice. I'm so excited to be on your podcast on today. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you. And I just know it's going to be such a good, good episode. So I want to start out um, like I do anytime I have a guest with five fun facts, just some fun ways for people to get to know you before we delve into what we're going to talk about today. Sound good? Yes, let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first thing is what is something on your bucket list? Okay, so um, I've been blessed to connect with a lot of singles from over the world the last few years, and some of them, they live in countries and places that I never heard of. So my goal is to travel to those places. There's a lot of places, but I'm going to try to go to um, each of them in my lifetime, um, God willing. And another um, thing on my bucket list is to get baptized in the Jordan River. Girl, yes. I love both of those. Yeah. I love that. Okay, question number two is, what is your favorite quote or scripture? Okay, My favorite scripture is Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. This scripture has helped me in every aspect of my life. And one of my favorite quotes is, if you have a post, you have a purpose. Mm, that's so good and so encouraging to people. I heard, I think it's actually in a song that's out right now. Like, oh, it's a Corey Asbury song. It's like, if, if, if you're not dead, God's not done. I, I love that. Yes. Just to encourage people, like, doesn't matter how old you are. Like, I hear that so much. You probably do too. Like in the older generation of like, I've done, like, I paid my dues to the Lord. And it's like, no, you still have kingdom work to do. It doesn't matter how old you are or young you are. So I love, I love yes. that quote. That's Okay, the third question is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you choose? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great question. Um, it would be my four grandparents. They all passed on, but they were also different in their walks of life. They had great wisdom 
And I just learned so much from them. And I just felt feel like I wish I would have had more time with them. But I do cherish the time that I had with them. But they have passed on now. You know, usually, you know, when you're in your 30s, you still have your grandparents around. So um, I just would um, wish I had time with them again. Mm, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. My grandma just passed a few months ago. Oh, and I just remember like knowing that she was near the end, like it was just like trying to get over there as much as possible. Yes. And I remember walking in one day and I said, Hey, beautiful. And she goes, Yeah, I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, grandparents are the best. Are. I have they so are. many good memories yes. with my grandparents too. Oh, thank you, Lord, for that. Yes, yes. That's okay. a blessing. Question four is, who are your heroes slash role models? One of my um, role models is Coretta Scott King. I love that she was elegant, prolific, and powerful. She gracefully played the role of being a mother, a wife, a leader, and activist. I love how she continued um, the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King after he passed on. I'm big on legacy. And one of my favorite quotes from her, was we felt a similar pressure from God. I was married to Martin, but I was even more married to the movement, its mission of helping and creating a beloved community of compassion, justice, and nonviolence. This speaks volumes to me because I truly believe that marriage is when two people come together for God's purpose to impact this world. And one of my role models is my aunt. She is my pastor as well. We live in a world where sometimes female, um, sorry, excuse me, female pastors and leaders are not always embraced or celebrated. And I was able over the last few years to watch her closely as she navigates ministry. And I saw her overcome many obstacles as a pastor as well. I love both of those. And I love that you hit on like a kingdom partner because yeah. obviously it's like as a fellow single lady, yeah. like obviously they're. I'm not saying there's a ton of options out there because that would be a stretch, but like, (laughs) you know, when you are looking for someone, it's like, is this someone I can run my race with or not? Because if not, like, I'm just going to keep running and (laughs) leave you in the dust. That sounds so insensitive, but like, that's reality. So I love, and I love that you you said your aunt and that she's just crushing it as a, uh, as a pastor. And uh, I don't even know where I'm so proud of her for just stepping into that and love that so much. So the last, the last fun fact is what is one thing that God is teaching you in this season? Wow. This is a great question. Um, question. Just to share a testimony. Um, during this pandemic, I was laid off from my job. I've been on my job for years. I was always working on my businesses, you know, different projects that I had part time, but my job was my main um, source of income. So I'm like, wow, God, what's next? During this pandemic, I was able to really reflect And I'm the type of person that writes down everything. I have so many prayer journals. I'm always writing down prayers in my phone. And I look back at the journals from all over um, the last few years. And I wrote prayers like leave my job for full-time entrepreneurship and ministry, but I'd be financially stable with more than enough, more time for being in the presence of God. I wrote more time for prayer and reading the Bible, commit to fitness, more time for family, more time for travel, all these different things that I've been praying for the last few years. And never in a million years, I would would think that God would answer my prayers in an unfavorable season. A lot of my prayers were being answered in a hard season. So in this season, God is teaching me that 
to be more open on how he will answer my prayers um, and totally surrendering to God's will. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. While our lives are being planned out, we want to do this, we want to do that. But if 2020 has taught us anything, the way of life, our health, our coming and going can be changed overnight. I had to put my trust fully in God and how he wants to move in my life and just tell the Lord, have your way in my life. I love that. I love that you, I love the scripture you shared about his ways being higher than ours. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same thing for me last year. I lost my job Mm -hmm. and God just literally put me in a position that I never in a million years would have even thought to apply for it. It was such a, it's such a perfect job for me and without being insensitive to the Mm -hmm. the chaos that's going on in the world over the last year, I've been like 2020 has been good to me. So when you said like when God has shown me favor in an unfavorable season, I'm like, I just kind of sit here like this has been such a good year for me, but thank you, Lord. So, uh, I, I so resonated with everything Mm -hmm. you said that's so good. So I would love if you would just take some time to share with everyone who you are, what's your story, your testimony. Um, so we could just get to know you better. Okay. Well, you gave an introduction earlier. So, um, everyone calls me Danny. I'm like the girl next door. I grew up in a Christian background on my mother's side. My grandparents was pastors. And I mentioned that my aunt is currently my pastor. Um, many people in my family were either ministers or pastors. I grew up with a lot of strict rules and I felt like we were always in church every day. We probably weren't, but as a child, that's how I felt. And the minute I um, became legal age, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms. I was very rebellious. My sister and I started an event company and our event company was one of the biggest event production companies in New York City at the time. We planned a lot of high-end events for celebrities like LeBron James, musical artists, athletes, and record labels. And we also managed DJs at the time. It was a fast life. And how I managed it, that part of my life at the time was not God-honoring. I was going down a dangerous road. I barely went to church or had a relationship with Christ. But through it all, deep down inside, I felt the Lord tugging on my heart and I knew the people in my life was praying for me. A funny story, during one of my events, I will receive a call from this pastor's prayer line at 2 a.m. in the morning. The pastor's name is Jamal Bryant. My mom was the one who set up this call to my phone every night. I had an event and I will receive this prayer call and I will feel super convicted and I remember one night I was at one of my events and I was um, feeling really off. And I looked at my sister and I told her, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And this is a great night. Like it was a great money night. A lot of celebrities in the building. And I still felt empty. I felt lost. And shortly after, a lot of the events and engagements that I had, partnerships just came to a halt. So I knew then that God was shifting me back to where I needed to be. Like the prodigal son, it's time for you to come home. And during that experience, I rededicated my life back to Christ. I started attending church, Bible study, um, praying more. I surrounded myself with people who will keep me accountable with my walk with Christ. Now that I fast forward to now, I've been on fire for God ever since. Mm. 
that's such a beautiful story. And it's so encouraging to people who might be listening that maybe have a loved one who is a prodigal, or maybe you're listening and you're running. And, and I just, I love, as soon as you said that you had like gotten into rebellion and stuff, I'm like, just from what you've shared, (laughs) that couldn't have lasted too long with the people you have in your life that would be surrounding you and praying for you and like, girl, keep running. You're going to hit a wall soon and turn around. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Oh, so I swiped this. I swiped this quote from, or this quote from your website. It says, "During your single season, you should be living your best life to glorify God." I love that so much, and that is just like my heartbeat too. So, what what has this looked like in your life personally, and how can listeners, whether they're single or not, actually put that into practice to live their best life? Yes. Awesome question. Cause I feel like even when I was like in the world, like, you know, the, you know, the world, they say, live your best life, YOLO, all this stuff. But I truly believe as singles and believers, we can live our best life glorifying God, whatever we do for, for Christ, we should do it with our best abilities with excellence. And for me personally, one way that has helped me on the last few years is being true to how God has created me not trying to be like anyone else. Sometimes as believers, we try to sound or be like other people, but God does his greatest work when we embrace how he has created us, our flaws, our, you know, quirkiness, everything about us, God can use us the way we are. That's so good. It reminds me of a quote that I heard a couple of years ago that said like, we need a first, a first rate version of you rather than a second rate version of someone else. And that has been like, So just, I do women's ministry. And so like the topics of comparison and like Mm. jealousy and competition and all of that, it's like, no, like Danny, you run in your lane and I'm going to cheer you on from my lane. And we're both just running forward in the Lord, doing what he's called us to do. So that, yes, amen. We could end there, but we're not, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) So what, what do you think are some misconceptions in society regarding singleness? We could probably talk for four hours oh, on that, but what, what are your first thoughts about that? Yes. Oh, yeah, I have, I have a few, but um, I'll say two. One misconception I can say is something is wrong with that person if they're single. If they have a lot going on, going on from themselves and um, they have something has to be wrong with them. And to me, I feel like that's not always the case. Some singles don't want to settle at the moment. They some singles are waiting on God's timing. Some singles are just, you know, living their dreams. They aren't ready for marriage. And then some singles are just not thinking about marriage at the moment. So I feel like sometimes people, they point the fingers like, oh, they're, you know, she's 35, she's 40 and she's single. Something has to be wrong with her. She's crazy or he's crazy. And I just hate that because that's not always the case, you know. And another one is that singles are miserable. And that's like the the, the worst thing people can say, like, Singles are home crying because they don't have a spouse. And for me, singleness has been very fun for me. I have really grown being content in my single season, um, having fun, learning who I am and pursuing the things that God wants me to do in this season. Because when you are married, certain things you're not able to do because you have to, you know, tend to the home, tend to your husband. And I'm just enjoying my life right now. That's so good. And as you were talking, I just am like, I'm sitting here like covering my mouth so that I don't like cut you off. But I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> so good. And I don't know, I don't know about you, but like, I've had so many people that are like, 
God is not going to bring your husband until you're 100% content. And I think people confuse like yeah. contentment and desire. Cause like yeah. I'm content in my season. Right. It doesn't mean I can't desire a husband or that that desire has to be completely removed from me where I never think about a husband right. before God. Will the one. I'm like, that is so wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's, it's a matter for me personally yeah. of God's timing and I'm yes. trusting him with that, but like loving my life right now. So yes, definitely God's yeah. timing. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> I agree. So the world is a girl's runway is an organization that empowers female entrepreneurs around the world. The mission is to create a runway platform for young women to develop self-respect, team building skills, etiquette and entrepreneurship education and career training, volunteering, building confidence and financial literacy. I I literally love this so much. So can you tell us more about this? How did you start it? What does it look like? What's your vision for it going forward? Okay. Yes, the World is a Girls Runway was founded by my sister and I. We started this organization because of our experiences as being women entrepreneurs. As I uh, mentioned before, we started our first um, event production company. We were 19 and 20 in a male-dominated industry. And we didn't have any mentors or resources that would help us to become successful. And back then, um, there weren't a lot of organizations or even spaces where women can flourish as, as entrepreneurs. And we always had a passion for women and girls' rights around the world. And in many countries, women and girls can't go to work. And some of them don't have a way out because they don't have their own income. So our vision moving forward at this time is to use entrepreneurship as a tool to fight against these issues. Mm. I, I'm, I'm like just sitting here in awe of you and your sister. That's absolutely incredible. I I love everything you guys are doing. Ah, so so good. So can you tell us about your devotionals on the YouVersion Bible app? I know a lot of people um, for those of you who maybe don't know, there there's an app. It's called YouVersion Bible. It's incredible. There are tons of devotionals on there. You can get the Bible in like literally every translation that exists. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a free app. So go download it if you don't have it. And if you do have it, um, Danielle's going to tell you about her, her devotionals so that you guys can check them out. Yes. I currently have a partnership with um, YouVersion under my ministry, Singles Who Pray. I have um, two devotionals. The first one is called God Knows Your Name. And I wrote this devotional to encourage singles, letting them know that God has not forgotten about you and that you are always on the heart of God. So make sure you check out that one. It's very um, empowering and it's, I love, that's like one of my favorite devotional. And one of my current devotionals is um, Thriving in Your Singleness. And this is to empower singles to thrive in their singleness, because sometimes in our season of singleness, we become stagnant. We say things like, I will travel when I get married. I will go back to school when I get married. Or I will start a business when I get married. But God is looking to maximize your single season at this very moment and I'm currently working on two more devotionals for you, Virgin, that is going to be a partnership with some of my colleagues. And I'm excited about that as well. Mm. Two things you said that that so stuck out to me, that, that you are always on the heart of God. Like, yeah. we know the word says that his thoughts toward us outnumber the sand of the sea and on the sea. And so um, I had like a women's 
retreat or whatever you want to call it, like back in the fall. And one of the ladies, actually a group of us got up super early to go to Lake Michigan, which if you guys have never been to the Great Lakes, it's literally like a saltless ocean. It's beautiful without the sharks. Okay. <laughs> and, and so we got up super early to, to just go to the beach and pray and do our Bible readings and stuff. And one of the ladies came back with just a tiny little sandwich bag of sand. Mm-hmm. And she really ministered on that. She's like, I'm going to pass this around and just like try to count this little bit of sand in your palm of your hand and then imagine how much God thinks of you Mm. and your good thoughts. I think that's another thing that I need to say is like those thoughts he's thinking about you are good thoughts. So, um, yeah, that just, yeah, everything you said just so echoes my heartbeat. So I love that. And I love that you hit on, um, not waiting. That is like another like strong message that I carry too, is like, not waiting until, cause then we're constantly living in like this perpetual, like, okay, now I'm married. Now I got to have kids. And yeah. then we're like, kids, now they need to grow up and then they need to get out of the house and then we need to retire. And then it's like, before you know it, you've always lived for the future and you've never re- lived in the moment. Yes. And so I love that you're crushing it in your single season, you're thriving Thank and that you're inspiring other people to do the same. That's yes. Makes me so happy. Amen. So um, is there anything else like on your heart or that you thought about that you want to share just to encourage listeners or any advice that you have or anything at all? Absolutely. Because this is a season that's kind of crazy for the world with COVID-19, division, racism, and all these other things, people are, you know, dying from COVID and it's a really hard season. And as believers, I believe we have to stay focused on Christ, keep our eyes on Christ, stay in your prayer closet, be a vessel of love, rise above everything that's going on in the world. Cause you know, we, even though as believers, we are still called to be, you know, um, have sufferings of Christ. And I think sometimes people don't want to hear that part of the Bible, but we all are going to have some sufferings that Christ went through as well. So just keep your eyes on Christ, be encouraged, stay around people who can pray for you and you pray for others and, you know, just keep going forward and, you know, be positive in this season. Amen. Amen. That's such good advice. Danny, can you tell listeners how they can connect with you, all your social media platforms, your website, all of it? Yes. You can log on to www.daniellepowell.com on Instagram is Danielle Powell um, underscore. And for my organization, you can follow The World is a Girls Runway on Facebook, Instagram. We also have theworldisagirlsrunway.com. And if you would like to join our Singles Who Pray group, we do have a group on Facebook. Awesome. And I will put all of that information, too, in the show notes so that you guys can easily find them and follow her because you will be inspired. You will be encouraged. And um Yes, you will be. You will be so inspired just like I've been. So, Danny, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Would you close us out in prayer? Yes, yes. And thank you for having me as your guest. It's been a blessing. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for who you are. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You are their Prince of Peace. Lord Jesus, we thank you for loving us in our single season. Lord, we thank you for being our comforter. Thank you that you are touching every single person that's listening on today. You know every desire, you know every hurt, every dream, every situation. Work it out for them, oh God. Lord, let this be the best single season 
of their life. May they become closer to you. Their prayer life will be strengthened. Their faith will be strengthened. Lord, we just thank you for how you're going to use them and their purpose, oh God. Lord, bless Janice on today. Lord, we thank you for our heart for singles. We thank you for our heart to encourage others. Lord, through her creative content, Lord, bless her in a special way. Bless her new books. May it reach the hands of singles from all over the world. Open the right doors for her and continue to flourish the work of her hands. Lord, we thank you for this connection and we thank you for this episode on today. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.